0: yo 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 what's good guys it is your boy a sincere out here watching movies enjoying life staying safe as y'all should be that being said this is the soundflake podcast welcome 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 whether you're watching on youtube or Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. Thank you for tuning in with us. Real quick before we start, be sure to follow us on all social platforms. All social, Pod, platforms. all social platforms. Um, Patreon, support us. We have some more things coming for you, but follow us on Instagram. Follow True. us on Twitter. We we'll have some things coming your way. But with that being said, let me introduce my co-stars one time to the bottom of the screen. But if you're listening, he's he's I guess just the low-end god. So it's, it's still kind of towards the Skywalker, bottom. Skywalker,
1: Mike. <laughs> <laughs> As me, to
0: my, my, my brethren in the tenor realm,
2: you're yes. a tenor, right? You're a tenor, right? uh, I think so. Might be you're a baritone, I might be a baritone. I don't know,
0: but introduce Maybe. yourself, man. My bad,
2: yeah, that's all good. It's your boy Narik. That's cool. You already mm. know, and I'm with the sound flick boys, yeah, yeah, <sighs> guys, happy to be so here much, with you guys.
0: So much is happening, Looking so much, so much stuff is. Unnecessarily blowing up the TL because it's all fake. It's all fake news. Oh it's my fake goodness! Fake reports, all spam profiles. Isn't People that every rumor
2: emails. that we hear about a movie is, is yeah. fake reports? No,
0: some truth
1: to some of them, but entirely like the rumor is mostly like just fans theorizing. Even like sites like uh, Comic Book or uh, IMDb, Boss Logic, all those like this is what they want to see. Now, so, well, Bob, boss logic it. is a boss
0: logic, you could expect that though because he's, he's creating, yeah, yeah. Shout out he's,
2: to boss logic,
1: so they're kind of like trying to set it up, like, hey, look, look how this looks, you could have this, and then the fans are putting their input, like, oh, we'd love this, and then it's ultimately, ultimately, the studio's like, you know what, this rumor kind of seems like it can fit, so let's, let's, let's throw it in let's there, let's
0: pause it in here, right?
1: But you <laughs> know. <laughs> You
0: know, how um, I guess one Anything of the things to like get them all
1: riled up, you know.
0: Well, yeah. like what just popped up on Twitter, Spider Man, what is it? Uh home slice. phone home, phone home homewrecker. Spider Man Home Wrecker home? <laughs> would actually I do actually watch that. Slice.
2: I mean they, they have a whole theory now that it's talking about each of the three Spider Men separately, with Tom Holland being phone home because he's a fugitive and Andrew Garfield. Uh, being a home wrecker because of him and Gwen's relationship and him kind of messing that up, and then home slice being Toby because of his uh, his pizza delivery being a big prominent part of Spider Man.
1: I, I think that's it was where we're at, confirmed, guys. Pizza or, time. It, it wasn't confirmed by the studio, but it was confirmed by Tom Holland saying that he's the only Spider Man in the movie. He did say, I think, as far as he knows, but. It'd kind of be hard to slip in another Spider-Man without the main Spider-Man. He
0: could no. just be freaking it, where he's like, "I'm the only Spider-Man," but it mm-hmm. could be more than one Peter Parker.
1: I don't know. That's true. You know. I mean,
2: I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's more Peter Parker, and he and they don't actually suit up, right? Um, at least for like another another thing, because just because yeah, they get introduced doesn't mean that this is going to be the last time that they'll be introduced,
1: right? Yeah. I guess my theory with the Spider Man thing is that they're gonna show up in Doctor Strange rather than this movie. But who knows? I wouldn't
0: doubt that. Either way, that too. It's, it's all. Yeah. It, it could be just fan service. It could just be unnecessary gimmicks for the TL. Either way, I'm here for it. It's a part of. It's I don't know. I'm glad. I'm, 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 I'm glad it's a part of the culture. Yeah, it's becoming it's a part of the fun. Yeah, and Marvel's basically uh, giving us free promo for no reason. You know what I mean? You don't think it's fun? I'm kind of like I think
2: it's cool, but I just feel like that it gives too many people who don't have a clue what they're talking about, like the same, uh, the same room for having those opinions, you know. And it's like I understand an imagination; you can use that, but it has to be based around something. Like, yeah, I think there's just people me. that are just wilding out with well, their theories. Honestly, Come on,
0: yeah, yeah. Most most theories aren't even original theories anymore. Again. There's TikTok, there's there's Twitter where people are making these videos on theories, YouTube. like the ones I just sent you guys. Yeah, YouTube as well, where you get people kind of breaking trailers down, pointing things out, pointing things out for different movies, where everybody's opinions are basically super biased to what they think is going to be dope, and they stick with that. And when it doesn't happen, they're like, "Oh, I swore!" But nobody, Narik you, you and I both know because we, we read comics. You know what I mean? We we kind of yeah. read comics. You don't, so. but that's okay because you have us. Exactly. But then you do your research either way, so it's kind of like it doesn't matter. Yeah, I, it's like you just like read like summaries.
2: I, it's I it's not too difficult just to do the research and to see yeah. like what's true and what's not.
1: I think yeah. I have enough friends that read comic books that tell me what they think and then like I take it in and try to be as realistic as possible. So that's usually mm-hmm. what I do and then also do my research
0: Well, like one thing you brought up as well <laughs> Skywalker is when we we're talking about how Mark Hamill, Played Nightmare, and a lot of people theorized that Nightmare could pop up in WandaVision. You know what I mean? Like, and awesome. then you did your research. You know, what that's I mean? yeah.
1: That's if Marvel, because so far the thing with Disney Marvel, you know, it seems like they're using a lot of their animated uh, voice actors to be the live action. So far, the the only example that I can think of is uh, in the Mandalorian. Uh, by, Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan. That's right. so far the main thing that I can think of. So it's it's a possibility, but. Who knows exactly? It's you know, pretty it's, cool theory. It's a cool theory, you know, because yeah, right. I I just try to put two and two together with um Elizabeth Olsen saying there's a Skywalker type appearance, and I'm like Skywalker.
0: And it's just Skywalker bike popping up at the end of the.
1: <laughs> but I mean, at the end of the day, it's all fun. It's it's stuff that we like to to look into and dig. Yeah,
0: man. All that being said, if you're listening to this, fans, come up with your own theories. Do the investigating because. In the end, it's all fun. And even if it read the comic out. books. Yeah, do yourself a favor, take some time. Well. It's it's great, <laughs> it's great material. And even great if you story. don't, you can listen to Nariq and I talk about it while Skywalker, as we're talking about it, just like, oh, you mean this? And he just finds it in two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, anyways, guys, we have a pretty we have a pretty lit episode. I'm excited. Um, first off, I'll I'll like to say rest in peace to the brethren behind Skywalker Mike.
1: Hey, they're not dead, okay. They're but not
0: dead, but my childhood They're
1: no longer is- with us musically. That's I mean story. one
2: of them blew up, so I don't know. I <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's dead. <laughs> I think that that would
0: that that would count. You guys don't know what we're talking about. Daft Punk split up the other day, guys. Um we got Bobby oh. Schmurter back, but we lost Daft Punk. I don't know. Um that's
2: a even trade.
0: <laughs> is it? <laughs>
2: No, we're gonna see when
0: festivals come back. I'm not. I'm not gonna change Hot Boy. Bull- I'm not gonna yeah, take away th- one
1: more time for Hot Boy. There's theories that Daft Punk did this to up their their single revenue, and people are gonna be talking about them more often and recognizing the allocates as they should have even before. I mean,
2: yeah, but they don't really need. Wrong. They don't need any they more publicity. Like people uh, know
1: they have nothing people, to prove. They're no. They've they've done so much that. I mean, they've paved the way for so many electronic artists. It's it's insane. But, I mean, it makes sense that they broke up. You know, they were making a lot of their money off of touring. And, you know, maybe they just don't feel like it's it no more. Like, this is maybe they're just going to live their regular lives you know as they should you know if they not only that
0: but offered... how many people know what they look like in day to day you know exactly. what i mean not, not, so not they too they many not too yeah, many, many. They, they
2: and then compare. i think a lot of people underestimate how old they actually are and that's no disrespect exactly. to them but like they've been in the game for a very very long time so the way that the game has changed and the way that music has changed it just may not fit you know what they're trying to do at, at least within the brand of Daft Punk, of like trying yeah. to make to make the brand Daft Punk work with what's going on right now. Right. So one of them was like, "Hey, well, you know, I want to try some new things," and the other one's like, "I got a family, or I'm not interested. I'm into something else." And they should be a lot
0: of that.
1: It's yeah, like,
0: man, this this robot mask doesn't count as a regular mask. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, but um, I mean, they've done a lot. They've produced a lengthy. Discography for themselves. Someone was like, This is why
0: they didn't Kanye. perform at the weekend.
1: The yeah. weekend, Pharrell. Like, those are, and they've launched their, those artists' career even further. You know, I think, yes, they have. The weekend was already by himself, pretty big. But right. once he collaborated with Daft Punk, it really put him over the top as uh, the artist he is today. I mean, he, I don't think he would have been at the Super Bowl performing if it wasn't for yeah. Daft Punk, right. uh, helping him make some music.
2: I mean, you, arguably, you can say the same thing with Pharrell, even though that he has hits in the rap sector. I think when he linked up with Daft Punk, that was the first time he had yeah. pop just, hits that were like, "Oh, Daft bro, him, get lucky!" You know, "Get lucky" was insane.
1: Daft Punk um, is just world-renowned. That's mm-hmm. it. So once you link up with them, the world will know you after that,
2: right? Exactly. You know, right. you, it's a, just a different type of bracket of fame that mm-hmm. kind of comes with that, and. um uh, you know, I was looking at old, like, uh, Coachella videos of, like, when they performed in 2006, and it's just really insane, you know, like, how much they they brought to uh, to the electric genre, like how you were saying. And then them doing Tron, which is arguably one of the dopest soundtracks uh, to a movie that we've ever Never. heard, right. and and then they get to be in it, too, like. Oh, that was not sick. only
0: that, but it just it fits their aesthetic. It fits who they are. Yeah, they, know what they mean? like it, there's never yeah there's never been such a better pairing. Um, mm-hmm. But with all that being said, go stream Daft Punk one time. We missed them. Yeah, we for sure. A couple days, but I'm still. I mean, mourning. even
2: though that they are robots, so even though that one of them exploded, they can be rebuilt. Yeah,
0: you know who can be rebuilt? Vision. Anyways, uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. He can. Um, but we got some quick news to jump in really quick, guys. Um, there's one thing I'm not Ooh. too hype about, which a lot of people are. We kind of talked about it in the chat, but our boy Pedro Pascal killing it. Um, I don't know about like Wonder Woman
1: eighty four. I
0: love The Last of Us, but I don't think he can play Joel.
1: I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I think you're tripping because I, I feel like be. it's perfect. I, I f- could be. I mean. He's already shown know. that he can. I, right now, I feel like he is being typecasted into that dad role. You know, The Mandalorian. He has this cartoon, uh, not cartoon, that that kids movie where he plays the superhero dad, and then Wonder Woman. He's a dad. You know, so far he is really being typecasted as a father figure, and that's probably one of the biggest games right now where the father figure is very prominent and huge. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I feel like his acting can like, it just fits The perfect. father
0: figure role is crazy, yeah. considering the fact he was a shitty dad in Wonder Woman 84. <laughs>
1: hey, he, he fixed it at the end. I feel he like that... He what, realized what he needed to do to be... He did, he did realize. He um,
2: I think it's really interesting because this is the dawn of the new video game movie age. Yes, right. You know, of getting... Blockbuster A-list actors and actresses to play in these video games, and we only we saw a kind of one-off before. I would say like Resident Evil is like one that was kind of like before, and you know, there's a there's a couple more that just aren't coming to mind right now.
1: There's one but, coming up with Tom Holland. Um, I totally forget the name of the the game, but oh, um, uh, uh,
2: Nathan Drake. Um, cheese. Why am I Uncharted?
1: Uncharted, correct.
2: Uncharted. So you know, Sony, Sony's really starting to make their um their movies based off of their games, which right. is something that they should have done a long time ago because it's yeah. something that like I they like have a leg up on. Yeah, they have a leg up on on the rest of any other movie studio because they have these other properties. Like, I could see a God of War movie coming out of this. I could see, um, you know, Horizon or you know, they already have. Sp- well, Spider-Man's a little bit of a different story. It was
1: kind of reversed. Reverse. Yeah, it was kind of reversed. But still, great game.
2: Yeah. and so. But there's just a lot of uh, a lot of uh, intellectual property that Sony has that they can turn into video games, um, which I'm really, really excited for. The,
1: the thing that I like about The Last of Us, uh, the announcement that it's not going to be a movie, it's going to be a series. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe I could be getting it wrong. It, it might be on HBO Max. Or it could be on some other streaming service. I probably read that wrong. But nonetheless, so I think it's a great casting. But again, we're gonna have to see because I don't know. I guess video game movies have a bad reputation, but I think it's gonna start to change given the times of technology to I'm
0: just I'm I'm just glad movies. people are realizing how much needed shows are and the sense that you can't jam pack everything and do fan service in 90 minutes or to two hours. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like give me our episodes to make a way that's to assume it's seasons, 10 episodes. You know what I mean? You're, that's, that's 10 hours. Yeah. jam packing a whole storyline. Typically that's how long a video game is anyways. You know what I mean?
2: I mean, you, you just get more content out of it anyway. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a slower build. It's easier on the actors and the actresses. They're they're not just jam-packed into getting this film. Um, It's easier on the editors because they have more opportunity to edit certain things into the shows. Um, You get more out of it from the audience because they're more engaged than just watching the movie one time. It's really just a win-win all the way around. And I think Game of Thrones is another um, show that kind of pioneered this, you know, this long form storytelling over seasons uh really well. So I'm wow. excited for um I forgot her so name, Breaking but Bad she's playing. It, huh? <laughs> I mean Breaking Bad, I
1: mean kind of <laughs> No, I understand what you're saying though. Like fantasy wise, you know?
2: Yeah. I, I mean it's it's just that Breaking Bad was still more of like a show in in yeah, I guess fantasy wise, just like a show in, in real life. Um where Game of Thrones was like, we're gonna put this budget, this that could be in movies. Like you got dragons in here, you got stuff. You have all these special mm-hmm. effects um, that really brought that. And then we have um, one of the both Pedro Pascal and the actress that's playing um, Ellie. I think is her name mm-hmm. yeah, in the in Last of Us. Of yeah, she's from Game of Thrones as well. So I'm excited to see her get some work. I think Game of Thrones was such a polarizing show that it's hard for. Some of the actors and actresses from that show to get work because right. they're kind of like known as that. So yeah, to see them get other things or, is cool.
0: What is, I, I think, just, I think we see that all too often though, but I feel like there's always these people that kind of break the mold. So I feel like most people nowadays are just up for the challenge. And then if they fail, they fail. But I, I think most of the time, at least that we see nowadays, people are quick to get out of, yeah. I was this character, this character only. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. So, yeah, so it Durb also is, it just depends on whether the 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 character has
1: life. Yeah, Derb says the voice wouldn't be close enough though. The voice is key. If you don't know who Derb is, he's our sound engineer. But I don't think. Are you talking? About talking about, the
2: about voice? for Kratos? He's talking about for Kratos for uh for a God of War, which I uh, was earlier. Okay. Yeah, they're gonna have he's, to. Lip, he's very they're right.
0: To, they're gonna have to lip sync somebody. <laughs>
2: No, I think I think that they could find an act an actor to do it. It'll be someone that you probably wouldn't think and then once they do the makeup and you know kind of get the whole thing going it's like, "Oh, all right." Or you see them get like super buff or crazy. It's like, "All if right."
1: It, if it's not going to be like a big name actor, it'll be somebody on the come up and I don't know. I mean, they did Thanos. So I didn't think anybody could do Thanos. So, this
0: is true. You yeah. know who else is on the come up? So, I mean, we, I feel like, again, going off of like the typecasting, there's always mm-hmm. that one actor that everybody knows, but they, nobody knows their name but recognizes him. I yeah. just found
1: out his name reading Doc, and he was in a movie we were going to talk later.
0: So, yeah, exactly. So, the person I'm talking about is Jesse Clemens. If you guys know who Jesse Clemens is, but you don't. Um, <laughs> Like Mike. He was the villain in Like Mike. That's crazy. (laughs) That's crazy to think about. He was the villain in Like Mike. He was the villain in Breaking Bad. Um, This dude plays just a shitty person (laughs) in most of the castings he's in, but he's a a really good actor. Um, Yeah. He he just played a cop in Judas and the Black Messiah, which we'll get into in a little bit. But He just got casted um, with Martin Scorsese in the new uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Robert De Niro film. Uh, it's called Killers, Killers of the Flower Moon.
1: Is that going to yes. be another mob movie? or?
2: Um, I think he's playing an FBI agent <laughs> in that movie as well. <laughs> so it's it's pretty funny that he's kind of getting these roles. But he just has this look upon his face. that it just uh, looks like
1: an FBI agent.
2: Yeah, he just looks like he'd I be a narc know. or an FBI agent or, or something along those lines. Um, I think it's hilarious, but he's also dating Kirsten Dunst, so good for what? him.
0: Yep. Oh, man. Well, on, to to you be careful. You can't fair, be she, mad about that. You no. You be be
1: honest, that. no to
0: be honest, <laughs> no. To be honest, she's kind of mid. But oh, <laughs> I, mean, I could just oh, be Oh, jeez. So all of a
1: sudden, she's. Mid. I didn't it's like her, Mary hating. Jane.
0: <laughs> Except for remember, remember when they tried to make her look hot when like her nipples are hard, like in the first Spider-Man, like at the kissing scene. That was yeah. the only time. Other than that, she'd made. But. That back like, in
2: 2000 how old were you sincere
0: te- i was three and a half mind your business <laughs> three and a half.
1: you remember that at three and a half.
0: you're damn right
1: uh, um, so, so the last thing on our quick uh flick news is something that we uh mentioned before in past episodes even before the pandemic is amc is now going to create their own streaming service took them long
0: enough Whoa. And-
1: I feel the like stocks
2: doing Skywalker. How's the
1: stocks? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see tomorrow. We'll see how it is tomorrow. That's but um, hopefully, it does help the stock because I'm, I'm low right now. Um, <laughs> I, I really do think that they wanted to do this before the pandemic because they wanted to compete with Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, you know, such streaming services like that. And because of the pandemic, it kind of sped up everybody's plans to do that. Because Netflix was already ahead of the race. Once the right. pandemic hit, Netflix is like, oh, this is perfect for us. And now everybody's like, oh, man, we got to get on this quick. So now AMC is doing it. HBO Max has done it. Apple TV. There's Paramount Plus coming up. And now we're going to get an AMC Plus or some, What I don't know what it's going to be called.
0: What's but. fire, though, is that AMC has so many good series under their belt. Mm-hmm. Um. That people already binge now, and people are, are always late to these like cult following or debatable cult following shows, um, especially like the Breaking Bad like universe with that. No, that no, not all.
1: not AMC the the TV. Uh, are, are they
0: not? Are they no,
2: not connected?
1: No, no. I don't no, think no, that no, they're no, connected
2: no. like that. I think it's going to be AMC theaters themselves, yes. and basically what they're doing is um, you have your stub holder uh, membership. So some people, they have AMC stubs where they paid a monthly rate and it gave them like uh, a certain amount of
1: movies a month. This so the link that you clicked was about AMC. I don't know why that. Yeah I, d- yeah. I don't know
2: why. I don't know why, why I went Weird. to that. It's all right. My, that's my bad. <laughs> but anyway, um, uh, yeah, so it's a stub holder. So basically, um, what they're offering is that you have this on demand. Remember when we had the, the app and we were able to like, uh, yeah, go to the movie from the app, watch where we wanted to go. So they're, they're adding more to that. And if you like rented or bought a movie that was coming out, you would get like three movies with that as well. Mm -hmm. You know? So it's like, it's a better, it's almost like iTunes where you're going to be able to like buy and rent From AMC in order to watch the movies that are coming out um, from your home, which, you know, AMC has like over 2000 unique titles to them themselves um, and other production companies. So it's going to be interesting because there may be some movies that are only going to come out on AMC that we won't see anywhere else, you know, or or would come out you know, for a limited time on AMC as if it was a movie release. You know, like how regular movies would come out for like two months or so before, you know, we saw them streaming. Yeah, so
1: very interested to see how it plays out or you know, if it you can even compete with Netflix or HBO Max. Right. And yeah, especially with I mean, HBO Max true. and that Warner Bros deal. Probably like the biggest thing that. It's um,
0: it's rough, man. Yeah, I feel like that goes to any any sport, any type of you. I mean, you're gonna have the vets, and you have rookies trying to come in. Most of the time, rookies might succeed. Most of the time, they won't. So I'm I'm curious and yet excited because, as fan, well, as fans, it kind of sucks because you're gonna have to pay more. But we'll see how it goes yeah
2: yeah we'll see. I think uh people who already have a m c stub memberships uh may get either a discount or may already be able to opt in to that, so you know we'll we'll kind of see how this changes the market, whether it shifts the needle or doesn't at all. Mm-hmm. who knows
1: pretty much, but that was the quick flick news uh watch the
0: movies guys
1: we did watch the movies per
0: usual but there's some new movies that came out that are well one of them is very important i didn't watch the other one so i'm gonna, I'm gonna need you guys to break it down for me I,
1: yeah we'll start with i care a lot and we'll leave judas um and the black messiah for the last one but i care oh. a lot feels like it came out last minute because i didn't see it until uh nariq had mentioned it but I saw the trailer the day before. I was like, where did this movie even come from? I don't know if it probably dropped on Friday. I
2: wonder if it was... Yeah, one of the- it, it, it was part of the Netflix... like, Because Netflix 52, is dropping right? movies every, every week. So they have all of these movies kind of lined up. And they don't necessarily need to do trailers for them because mm-hmm. Netflix is, is good at promoting their own material. So as soon as you go on Netflix, you'll see, oh, there's a new number one trending movie yeah, that's which there. Is-
1: Which is interesting because Netflix doesn't—they don't put out a schedule like this is what's coming out in March. This is it, just like all right, you'll you'll see what we drop on Friday. Exactly, exactly.
0: Which is they freak the algorithm and just make it the number one movie.
1: Oh
2: yeah, I wouldn't doubt that either. But it's really good method because um, people trust Netflix has the trust of of people now Mm -hmm. for their original content. So if they're like, oh. Um, this is something new that Netflix is dropping, and this is featuring this actress or this actor. I'm gonna watch it. You know, I'll at least check it out. And uh that's kind of how I felt with I care a lot. And uh and I, it was I hated
1: it, the movie, but you hated it, not because it was bad.
2: You just you hated the, could, the main character, you hated the person.
1: No, I hated the story, but
2: the like story's said,
1: not unique, it, man. we would have never known about not that. A bad, yeah, no, no, it's not a bad story, but I feel like it hits, it hits home because I was working at a, a convalescent home mm-hmm. and I know what all these um, old people are going through, you know, what mm-hmm. they feel, how they're living. And I was like, just watching, I was like, man, this is so messed up. Like, why are they? Yeah. Like, I, it made me hate the character off the jump. Yeah. Right? Which pretty much the character is, um, she takes care of people who can't take care of themselves, quote unquote supposedly can't take care of themselves but she's pretty much just playing them she finds people who have a bunch of money no family and pretty much tricks the court into thinking yeah this person can't take care of themselves hand them over to me i'll put them in a home i'll take care of them because i care a lot
0: yep how much do
1: you yeah it's, it's really she cares she cares she about care the assets.
2: I mean, she she cares about the assets yeah. of of the people that she's taking care of. So I thought that this movie was super interesting because, like how you said, Skywalker Mike, like this is a world that we don't really get mm-hmm. a peek into, and this is a reality for for a lot of America. Um, you know, I've I've worked not at a convalescent home, but I worked with uh, mentally challenged adults who were above 55 and older and I had to administer medication and, Mm. and do that kind of thing as well. So I just understand the vulnerability that is involved with something like this and to have a main character who was played by, uh, Rosamund Pike. Um, she plays Marla Grayson and Marla Grayson is a guardian. And for people who don't know, (laughs) for, for people who don't know, um, If you are a person of a certain age and you are deemed, uh, you know, you feel that or the state feels that you are unable to take care of yourself, then certain states are required to take care of you. So they will appoint a legal guardian um, to oversee your assets, to oversee your care. And if you don't have any family that um, is knowledgeable or takes takes you into their home then the state will have to step in. So this was just like a a, a microscope into that world. And it's just so crazy because um, a lot of this happens in the U.S. And there's an estimated 1.3 million adults uh, under the care of guardians and who control about $50 billion worth of assets. Yeah. And so it's it's... A con movie for uh, that Marla Grayson is trying to pull where she is in control of these uh, older people's assets and is able to use it as she pleases, able to use their houses as, as her houses, able to sell off any heirlooms, anything like that. And she account. ends up uh, finding... An older person who is the wrong person to to do this to, and that older person is the mother of a mob boss, um, mm. paid by played by uh, Peter Dinklage, Peter which Dinklage. is Dinklage funny is in, in the mob itself. Boss? Yes, he's the mob Yo, boss. It's, uh, it's funny, but he he's he's so good. Like it, it makes sense. It.
0: because I feel like most mafia dudes, like let's use Joe Pesci as uh, like. Short temper, short person. You know what I mean? I feel like
1: he's always, he's never, I've never seen him play a serious role. Like even in Elf, he's not serious.
0: Well, like Mm -hmm. even in Avengers.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he was was a giant. He's, well, he was a little bit more kinder in that one, but uh, I feel like he always plays like the angry dwarf. In movies, I've never seen Game of Thrones. I know he's in that, so I don't.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's fantastic in Game Mm -hmm. of Thrones. Like, it's not even.
1: I mean, I know people love him.
2: It's it's crazy. So, So, and and he's he's great. Like, I think he can be a comedic actor and he could be a serious actor. And I think he's really paving the way for, um, for just acting in in like just taking on these roles that any sort of of ability or disability that you may view it as it's not holding him back at all you know he's able to portray these characters in a way that's still believable and i think that that's wonderful because that shouldn't be a um a criteria in your acting skill like he's like a bona fide actor and he he got into this role and it was great
1: yeah no he did a great job um when you I, i guess you were live Texting when you were watching the movie, you had mentioned that he was the villain, which I can see why. You would yeah, think he's the villain because he's the mob boss. But off the jump, I knew who the villain was—the the person draining these old people's bank accounts. Yeah, I was like, that is the villain right there. So it was kind of like villain and then bigger villain mm-hmm.
0: going at it,
1: even though mm-hmm. just the evils against was, each other, which is pretty dope. even though even though the bigger yeah. villain was. Not so much of a villain, like he was a bad guy in that universe. But what he was trying to do was good.
2: Yeah, he it was heart. more of like a victim. He was like a victim, even though he was doing bad things on the side because he was trafficking people. You know, so like right. that's yeah. like a whole other, a whole other thing. But that wasn't the focus of the movie. The focus of the movie was like him trying to have his break his mom out of this system. Mm-hmm. You know that he would either take violence or money to do, and that wasn't working. Um, you know That's throughout this funny. process, so it's it's interesting.
0: You have two like two evils, like traffic people, or my traffic. mom. They're like it's, it's wild. It's <laughs> wild, bro. They yeah, actually, traffics. yeah. I'm gonna watch it tonight. Hopefully, yeah. we'll see. I'm kind of
2: sneaky. It's, it's it's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The ending, the ending's really cool. Like it the reason why I said it was that he was a villain is because in my mind, I thought that there was going to be the typical redemption, um, Mm. arc for one of them, you know, either like his mom, because, because his mom, you know, he was going to do something or because of her realizing or or whatever. And it just took a totally different turn than what I originally thought. So, Mm -hmm. um, I, yeah, I loved it. I loved it. I was like, this is really entertaining. Um, and it's, just talking about something that again, we just we in America, we just overlook and yeah. like th- this is something that's going on.
1: I guess this is one of the m- many few movies that had me mad literally throughout the whole mo- time watching I'll, it. Uh, I'll but, see if
0: I can find a list
1: I on did, Reddit. I thought it was good, just in a bad way.
0: Yeah, I'll see if I can yeah. find a list on Reddit for the for the listeners. Um stay stay posted on that when we post on socials. Um hopefully you guys will be able to peep it because. I don't know, man. Netflix be releasing this low key heat, but it's just like I, it feels like one of my favorite rappers it. is just that's dropping.
1: Why, that's why dropping we're here. Mixtapes
0: every single week. It. You know what I mean?
1: We're here yeah. to highlight for the people that missed these titles. Like, oh, this this seems like it sounds pretty decent. You know what? I mm-hmm. hope
0: nobody missed though.
1: Oh, but before we before we move on, okay, uh would you, I would say, you give, what you, give I the? Thought would, you, I thought would, I had
2: would, it. Yeah, he was he was transition king over yeah. here. Hold on, hold on. I'm
0: trying, man. I'm getting better. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um yeah, one it yeah, again, it was just really, really well, crazy. Yeah. I, I you, advise you guys to to check it out if you, you all are it? listening. Uh I rate it. Um I give it like I give it like a like a, 6.5, yeah,
0: you know, like six, a four, six point five you know
2: for you know um but well, that's you know, again, just for any new listeners, like that's out of ten, and like we, I don't think we've even mentioned a ten movie as yet. Like we've had a few nines, and and that's like top of the line movies that we're talking about. Yeah. So just because you get a six point five,
1: we don't just be No, me. no, there there that's isn't a, a
2: ten. I mean, probably the closest ten that I can think of
1: the
2: the closest ten that I could think of is Remember the Titans.
1: Mm. See, we never, we never reviewed that though, but and no, we never. I, I re- you yeah,
2: it's just you where, where things are just perfectly aligned in everything that happens within the movie altogether. There's a lot
1: of there's a lot of movies coming out this year, so we will be giving a lot of reviews. One of them, or a few of them, might be tens, but we will see. But. <laughs> Let's see. move on. <laughs> Let's move on to the next. Wait, wait, what'd you rate it? Movie. Uh, you six. Your... Six. Oh, you're 5. 6?
2: Okay. 6. All right. Cool. 6. Okay. So, yeah, check out I Care a Lot on Netflix. What we got next?
1: We got Judas and the Black Messiah. I. Oh,
2: fire. Yeah.
1: I've heard about this movie towards the end of last year, and I thought it was right. going to come out last year. Right. It's a good thing yeah. it came out this year. I like the way the consistency of all these movies coming out. Like, you're really trying to up the experience in your room each and every time, you know, either making popcorn or setting the lights, you know. So I, I like it. I like the consistency of all these movies coming out. Um, yeah. I just want to say,
0: I.E., shout out Hit Boy for k- helping curate the soundtrack. Yeah, I.E. Shout, was out La- all over shout out Lakeith Stanfield them, for playing playing the role he did. Um, yeah. yeah, man. It feels good being part of... I don't know. I feel a part of it. You know what I mean? Um, someone being from where we're from being able to do that and it being a world worldwide film so i'm excited
1: yeah no um they really did their thing uh especially Keith stanfield uh there was an article i think you guys had uh posted to the chat saying that he needed uh therapy after the movie and that sucks a lot actually to hear that yeah hopefully he's doing well now hopefully you're in a better space and it's um, it's a hard part to play. Yeah. Right. You well, know, well let's let's
0: get into it so people can kind of understand. Um, I mean, even if they have watched it, a lot of people haven't yet, which kind of bumps mm-hmm. me out. But hopefully, this kind of intrigues everybody else to watch it. But mm-hmm.
2: um, well, some people don't really know the history. You know, uh, it's yeah. about Fred Hampton, who was chairman of the Chicago, Illinois Black Panther Party, and people who don't know the Black Panther Party served as party for black people to um, to just take ownership in in the United States in America to address um, issues that were going on in their community um, as well as uplift their community um, and some people some chapters um, represented themselves in a more militant way mm-hmm. and other chapters represented themselves in a more philanthropic way mm-hmm. and um, but there was a unification for dealing with Black um, black concerns. And this uh, particular chapter was run by Fred Hampton, um, and he uh, really, really spoke a lot about socialism, a lot about um, being educated, being militant, um, and not needing anybody on the outside um, to come and help. And he pioneered some programs that were around Chicago with um, with feeding with breakfast. feeding uh, breakfast, breakfast free breakfast for um, for all of the kids. Was awesome. Yeah, bre- yeah, breakfast program. And um, and while that you know breakfast program was going on, he was teaching them uh, you know different words. They he they had their own pledge of allegiance. They had uh, just their own way of life that he mm-hmm. was trying to construct. And he yeah, had a so lot of followers that were
1: around trying to, him, trying to pave the way to create a a medical center for for the community. And yes, you know, which was uh, huge. I mean, if if you saw the movie, you just you just think about how fucked up, you know, the FBI was, what they did to Malcolm X, what they did to Martin Luther King, and mm-hmm. and what they did to. To Fred Hampton, you know, it was it was very prevalent that the FBI was involved in all three. It was obviously to these days they're supposed conspiracies, but with all this, all these stories and all these different movies coming out, and I guess doesn't tell the entire story. It, it mm-hmm. does tell a part of the story, and right. I guess it's it's showing it in a way where people can digest it properly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just really fucked up, you know. Like I really don't see, I mean, I think any viewer can see that Fred Hampton wasn't trying to be a terrorist, you know, breakfast program, trying to create a medical facility, trying to give back to the community the way that they should have been repaid, you know, reparations were due and are still due. And, you know, all we get is the FBI trying to put us in our place, but there's no place Yeah, what ends up
2: happening is that whenever, because of the relationship between black people in America and America itself, whenever black people want to own something or create something for themselves, America feels entitled to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. Um, They feel entitled to dictate how that affects the rest of America instead of allowing uh, black people themselves to dictate how it will affect everything. Right. Um, and because of that fear that there would be a power shift uh, whenever something starts to uh, gain legs or or gain some steam, then, uh, you know, the powers that be or the organizations in America are now tasked with keeping tabs or keeping an eye on it. And if you have someone who's running those organizations um having a certain uh thought process like Hoover did, you know, Hoover was was a racist himself. Yeah. And um and it's not that the whole FBI was racist. It was that the person in charge which, which shows was.
1: in the show as well. Yeah, in, which in which, which shows in, in the movie with as well. Jesse Clemens, um you know, them pretty much Jesse Plemons is trying to go the right way and trying to catch Fred Hampton, while the rest of the FBI is trying to find ways to By put, any
2: means necessary. By basically. Any means
1: necessary to put Fred Hampton in jail. Mm-hmm. And you know, the FBI soon realizes we don't need Fred Hampton in jail. We need right. him. <clears throat> we need him gone. But I mean, Jesse Plemons, um shows a few times that he wants to speak up and be like this isn't right like he he mentions to uh lakeith stanfield's character uh bill that you know the kkk and the black panthers are one and the same they want to terrorize communities and and kill in order to get equality and then the fbi knows that that's just something that they say because obviously the fbi Is at at those times when the KKK was very prevalent, they were on the KKK side and against the Black Panthers, shown in in this movie and and Malcolm X, like I said, and Martin Luther King and several other Black leaders. It's it's
2: it's really really difficult because when you when you take a community that's oppressed and if they are doing things that are considered wrong. Then, um, the there there's a sense or confusion of justification. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, are they justified in bearing arms because they've been oppressed for so long? Right. And you know, that's kind of what this what where Jesse Plemons' character is kind of coming from is like he's trying to be on the side of justice, of saying regardless of what you believe in. If you're killing people or you are um, terrorizing neighborhoods or doing things like that, then whether you're oppressed or not, it's wrong. And the people who are being oppressed have a hard time seeing that because they have had to claw their way into getting recognized um, in order to even overcome the situations that they're in. And then the people who have the power are fearful that the people who don't have the power are going to obtain it and then use that against them when there's no proof of that either. So you really get into this conundrum of like good versus evil. Is there good on both sides? Is there bad on both sides? And the answer is yes, there is, you know, um, but it's a lot more nuanced than that. And I think that overall, Conversations weren't had that could have been had that would have changed this entire situation, right? Um, but yeah. instead, you know, they sent in someone like William O'Neill, who was a real person who infiltrated, you know, uh, mm-hmm. the Panther Party. He got close to Fred Hampton, uh, became his uh, his chief of security, and basically sabotaged him by um, by drugging him with a sedative that kept him asleep. So uh when an FBI raid happened in their headquarters, he was asleep and they shot him in his sleep. Um and that is just really really crazy for LaKeith to play because his his politics, his personal politics, like it's really really difficult because these stories have to get told, Dude, but
0: right.
2: a lot of times it's not always just black versus you know, every other race or every other culture, like there are issues within the black community that are of themselves, just like any other culture. You yeah, know, you have issues within the white community. Like that,
1: you have, you the know, Rainbow coalition and
2: exactly. You know, so you know, you have all these issues um, where one of your own or your kin is is plotting against you, and the whole thing is about destroying trust. You know, that's the reason why the powers that be have. A lot, have been able to keep everyone contained and together in america anyway is because these cultures and these communities don't trust one another as well as they don't trust the people who are next door to them um which doesn't allow the power that the people actually hold to manifest into a reality mm-hmm
1: yeah, I th- I really do think uh, the movie was done well with, with Daniel uh, I w- Kaluuya. Kaluuya and Lakeith Stanfield at the helm. Obviously, Lakeith Stanfield's uh, character was, I guess, the antagonist of the movie alongside with the FBI. But it's not mm-hmm. like he was doing it purposely. He was trying to fight for his life and was not as deep of a thinker as fred hampton was he just wanted to live he was i guess you could say realistic in the sense where we are putting our lives on the line for nothing to change we are just digging ourselves which wasn't the truth that was just the way he saw he just saw himself as digging a a deeper hole and Mm -hmm he just didn't see what the outcome can be as far as, you know, black, uh, uh, for Fred Hampton with the black Panthers was, uh, and now you can see it nowadays with Fred Hampton jr. And his wife continuing to pretty much, uh, keep the, what is it? The, um, the, the new black Panther party that they have with, uh, the, I want to say juniors or.
2: Yeah. They, they basically, they have like a program that is still keeping the, um, just the, the overall thoughts and the overall ideologies um, of the Black Panther Party alive um, mm-hmm. within their communities, which is great to see. And um, William O'Neill uh, did an interview um, mm-hmm. uh, for a documentary. And when that documentary came out on PBS, he ended up uh, taking his life um, because I think who, regardless of what culture you come from, when you have done something to halt progress in the way that, and you finally realize your part in that, it's hard to kind of live with yourself, yeah, um, right. you know, in, in that kind of situation. So uh, I could understand Lakeith having issues playing that part, um, yeah, but he did it great. He did it masterfully. It was, yeah. it was a really, yeah, really it good does, movie.
0: That's a huge toll to to take, but also, you can you can tell even when in, in the scenes that Keith is doing when he was talking about fighting for his life and and yo they're gonna like this is what they did to people that that, that were traitors like they're gonna do that to me like he he really embodied that person and just to, like that person killing themselves that same day as well that it aired um, yeah. kind of just shows the mental toll it had on him so I can only imagine Keith being this character for months you know what
1: I mean yeah
2: yeah. And then one more thing just to point out that Fred Hampton was 21 years old.
1: Yeah, very young. When yes, this and he, 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 too was too locked up. he was locked up for how long?
0: Four or five
1: years? Uh, four or five years. Mm-hmm. Which believe. is wild
0: because he, he was assassinated when he was 21. So he was doing all this and starting it out when he was 16. Yeah. He,
1: mm-hmm. I mean, he looked up to people like Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. They mentioned in the movie, look at what happened to them. They it didn't come together and that's when he decided we need to create a rainbow co- coalition and be together and be one and he learned that at a very young age right and it's just it's truly tragic just to see him go at yeah. 21 cuz imagine what he could have did in five more years you know yeah
2: i i think that that's one of the things that america likes to do is they they don't they they like to age up um a lot of the the youth who are revolutionaries you know they like to make them seem like that they're these adults and that they deserve it and that they know what they're doing and that they're older a lot of these revolutionaries a lot of these people who are making real change are are young you know they're very young they're and i future. think that that and i think that that is that's really the the way that it is now too you know a lot of our our revolutionaries a lot of the the people Who are making changes and fighting for the rights of you and me are 19, 20 years old, 21 years old, and people want to say, oh, they don't know what they're doing, they don't know what they're talking about, but they're the ones that are actually trying to make a difference in a radical way, and we need to start paying attention to them, because if we would have paid attention to Fred Hampton when he was doing what he was doing, we'd be in a better place as an entire society.
1: Yeah
0: correct yeah. uh just this is just one of those important films but also along with it being a film it's also a very at least i think so it's a very important soundtrack that came along with it um plus we we got another fire nipsey um the late that Rangers track was fire that the jay-z fire. so far jay-z has verse of the year It yeah opinion. it was crazy jay-z touched everything he needed to flows are crazy he was super on point but if you guys mm-hmm. haven't done so yet um go buy and go stream um What's the, the soundtrack to Jesus, uh, Jesus yeah, and I the I think Black it's called the Inspired
1: yeah. Album, I believe. The yep. Inspired Album. And um, that plus is uh, executive the, that-
2: produced by Ryan Coogler and Hitboy, um, Archie Davis and Dash Sherrod. Um, the, the track list is really crazy. We, we, we talked about the track list, I think, last episode, or we posted about it on our Instagram. You have like ASAP Rocky, Dom Kennedy, Polo G, Black Thought. Hip Boy has a song on there called Broad Day. That's insane. Yes. Um Masego, Jid, Rhapsody, Smino, Sa, uh, Her, Nas. Um, it the list just really goes on. Yeah. And pretty
1: much it's it's, it's Def insane. Bam, Dreamville. Pretty much did a c- compilation album, which is awesome. Just,
0: yeah, just very it's, it's,
1: very similar to when TDE did the Black Panther album. Right. Um and yeah, I'm even very similar. This is Black Excellence, man. This way try. I view
0: it. Every, every every genre, every subcategory, every subgenre is was, was touched here, and I think it's the perfect depiction of with the times that they struggled with back then, and the times we're dealing with now. So definitely go do that.
2: Yeah. yeah. And what do you guys uh, rate the movie? I give it an eight.
0: I I'd give it an eight point five.
2: Yeah, I'm with you guys on that. I average give it out way. to eight. I think it's a great exactly. great film. Definitely go and check it out. If you guys have HBO Max, it is available now. Um do it for Black History Month. It's a, it's yeah. a good yes. good lesson that you guys should should get into.
0: Definitely. Um so That's, going from there, I know we're almost running out of time, but there's some important trailers that came out last week. Yeah. Oh, we got. Um
2: we got some time, those, bro. We got time we got some, for these trailers.
0: Uh, yeah. True. Trailer, Trailer, right. So let's let's start off with your guys' favorite movie of the year. The Snyder so Don't guy. Don't
2: your guys'
1: don't, so don't do fun. that. Don't
0: include it's, me in your nonsense. I know, right. I'm so excited. Mike.
1: The reason I'm hyped for this is bec- only because of Snyder. I did not like the other Justice League movie. I know he had a hand in it and he left for personal reasons. And then DC decided to just crap all over it. I'm not a huge DC guy I could, only because I don't know almost pretty much anything about DC other than Spider-Man, Batman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern. Spider-Man's so. not DC. Spider-Man's so. not, I, not DC, I mean, sir. Yeah, no. Superman, my bad. See, see I already What kind of too. greatness would... Yeah, <laughs> I, I told that, you, I, I don't, But I, I do love the aesthetic that Snyder brings to the DC universe. You know, I don't think people would... I mean, people would still probably be in, into DC movies, but I feel like he set the tone for what a dc movie should be it, with uh, man of steel and uh he also did bbs and those are very dark tone right. movies you know just very heavy feel it, it's it's not and like watchmen yeah, watchmen yeah, really and, and really and watchmen. set the tone honestly so dc
0: has great graphic novels bro like yeah. They tap into that bag and bring us shows or movies. Yeah, DC is sure. like it's. I think DC is
1: perfect now. for video games, shows, these animated shows. Even uh, I, I see people always talking about Arrow and um, uh, the other. I f- the I forget, Flash, right, the Flash, and there's other shows as well that people always talk about. But when it comes to movies, so far they just haven't executed properly. Obviously, they're trying to fix that. Um, obviously the Snyder cut isn't most most likely, who knows we'll see, isn't going to be a part of the future of DC but right. this came about because of fans trying to vouch for the Snyder cut knowing that there was a Snyder cut and yeah. they're like, we want to see that version of the movie mm-hmm. so they raised all this money it. That's why. they got DC's attention and they said, fuck it, we're gonna do it and yeah and, and he's not even getting paid for movie. it. No, he's not. Nope.
2: He's not even getting paid for it. So this is just a labor of love. 4 hour the the longest comic book movie that we will see. 4 hour movie.
1: The trailer um, I think is awesome. You know, it, it shows uh obviously some things from from the from the original and also some new things that look very very interesting and intriguing that I cannot wait for. I yeah. can't wait for the gore. Uh, I just hope
0: movie. the whole movie's not being shown to us and so we go back and watch it. We're like, you can't you they making?
1: can't watch that's a four-hour movie.
2: Yeah, we're seeing we're seeing minutes of a four-hour movie.
1: We that's a four-hour movie. I don't think you they can like I that's what I usually worry about in trailers, right. but but
0: the fact that it's a four-hour movie you're like, okay.
1: I mean, obviously, there's probably gonna be stuff that we've seen before. There's probably gonna be stuff that was in the original one because that's probably what Snyder had originally shot, but all the stuff that he didn't shoot probably won't be in there, plus right. more.
2: Yeah, so. right. I just, I just hope that it's pretty seamless mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. me watching it, you know, where I can't necessarily tell, oh, these scenes were shot afterwards. Like, other than mm-hmm. watching it, like, because an edit is is an edit, you know what I mean? But, like, I would love to watch it and feel like, oh, this was all done right now.
1: Mm-hmm. you know
2: um that that's kind of what i'm hoping out of the movie and i'm just hoping for a cohesive story now that he has full autonomy to include every everybody who he wanted to include
1: yeah so and of course the uh
0: the the surprise at the end of the trailer was jerry Little's joker did you guys kind of expect that
1: no uh no I had, no i didn't i had I didn't. heard that supposedly he was going to be in the original cut right obviously. didn't happen but
0: for me I think but, the only reason I expected it is because remember in uh, suicide squad when Batman kind of appears when he's on yeah. the purple Lamborghini that's the only thing I could really think of as far as like him being attached but yeah um it's needed you kind of see like a darker side it's cool and I feel I like love the it they,
1: made him, him redeem himself mm-hmm. one the of the, the things that
2: yeah, one of the things that I like that hasn't been shown that I'm hoping doesn't um, is Lex Luthor, Jesse Eisenberg's mm-hmm. Le- Lex Luthor, which I'm not a big fan of his Lex Luthor anyway. <laughs> They're going to recast but, it
1: completely.
2: But I think that his role in this league was so trash to me of like him bringing like Steppenwolf into the fold and like him like kind of being a part of that whole thing using when, like. Even what he did in BVS, like using Zod's body to create Doomsday and all, like I just think it's really ridiculous. So right. I'm hoping that they rewrite his character's motivations, uh, going into Justice League, and that's why they haven't shown us anything, because yeah. it would be great to get a little tease of like a Legion of Doom type of situation. But again, all of this is happening so fast without any correct prep. That it's really just going to be a one-off that we're going to get from this film. Like we're not expected. Yeah, we're not expected to get anything after it um, that is involved with the with the Snyder cut. You know, I think uh, WB execs already kind of came out and said like they're not
1: moving forward with what has been done. I think I I think that can change. Um, I think it was a different movie where uh Wonder Woman they weren't like thinking about doing another Wonder Woman after 84 and when it came out they're like you know what yeah we're going to do another one like it, it makes sense to do it so they can always change their minds we'll see um i hope they do cuz he wants to do a lot with this mm-hmm. universe and to right. to see him continue to help dc try to come back into the fold of uh superhero movies the right way it, it would be awesome. But
2: I think, I think Marvel's going to pull him. I think he's going to end up getting a Marvel movie. I don't think and, so. Yep. And Kevin Kevin is going to let him do what he wants to do. Like he knows, he knows what think. Zack Snyder comes with, and they're going to pick the right, the right, uh, I think Zach Snyder is He's going to, to
1: he's gonna go into his own, um, realm of doing stuff i mean he's already doing army of the dead and i got ten
0: dollars saying Nariq's wow. right i'm just kidding i'm
1: saying but um another trailer that we saw that has to do with somewhat superheroes mortal combat let's, let's go, go. I'm, so let's go. i'm glad another it was a red band, band trailer
0: i'm glad it was a red band it as soon wow. as i saw that owl it made me okay i was like okay Okay, let's let's get into it. Um, I'm not too excited, but I I, I could bluffing. be I could be wrong, but yeah, I, really, I know you're gonna say I don't that, get bro. why
1: you're saying that. I don't get it. I'm why? just not. I don't know. I'm what not, it is how are you not excited?
2: Way. It had everything that you would need. Do you know You
1: combat. one of those that? Oh, the more the original Mortal Kombat movie was the best. Are you one of those? No,
0: hell no.
2: No, the original the Mortal, Mortal Kombat, Kombat, Kombat movie has a special place in everyone's heart, it's or at least it should.
0: but but it's not
1: and and it it was one of the first video game movies from a very nostalgic video game that everybody played so i can see why people like maybe in my
0: head i have this aesthetic built up like from like the from like mortal kombat 11 kind of his execution um i could be super like i could be super wrong bro but i'm just not it you you are you are you are wrong
2: you are wrong but (laughs) but it's okay though a lot of people are wrong about this. A lot of people are harping on things that don't matter within this film. Like they don't understand how this like the budget for this film, the the budget for this film was so low that they used everything like to perfection in order to get what mattered. You know, and the fighting is going to be out of control. We're actually getting moves that you're able to do in game in the movie and as they make sense. You have the costumes that are phenomenal and this story that's really going to wrap everything up because the story of Mortal Kombat is insane. Yeah. You like, can tell just on it's, its own
1: full budget because I don't know yeah. any of those actors. Zero Yeah I mean a zero few zero a few of them
2: actors. a few of them are are famous. Like a lot of um a lot of I'm great I'm very happy that they're using a lot of Asian actors. A lot of those Asian mm. actors are famous. Some of them have been in Marvel movies, uh just like as as side characters. Um some of them have been in in their own movies like The Raid, Raid Redemption. We yeah. have uh, someone who's been in Fast Eight, um or Fast Six,
1: sorry. I think it's going to be a great uh combat movie.
2: No, yeah it's sense. it's the right amount it's, it's the right amount of come, level come of, of artist yes you know? yes come yes foolish. the the fighting is going to be so good and like they really have stars like they really have stars in this movie but it's not that a-list star which is great because they're they not a lot overshadowing
1: lot athletic, a lot of athletic actors.
2: yeah and they're just not overshadowing the characters that's that's mm-hmm. the part that Sucks when it comes with video game characters. Yeah, get
1: like um, Jennifer Lawrence to play. Yeah, like get get out of here, get out of here. We don't want that. We don't want that. (laughs) These are people who
2: are capable of portraying the characters. They're capable of doing the stunts. They're capable of of really embodying the characters, and they have something to prove too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not just like people who are just doing this for a check. There's a lot of love. Between the characters, like the actors that are playing these characters believe that they are these characters as well. Um, so I just think that it is really, really, really dope for this movie. I'm so excited. The trailer was epic. Having Sub Zero as being the villain is genius because um, Sub Zero's not a good villain. guy. I've always huh? seen
1: him as a. I've always Yeah,
2: seen him, like, yeah, he's, he's not a good guy. What has happened in, in Scorpion's eyes, he's not a good guy. And it just makes perfect sense for what's going on. Even though that they have this new person that in my mind, it's like this new person is, is us, you know, like we're getting brought along as this new person is getting brought along Mm -hmm. into, into this world, which is something you always need when it comes to video game movies. That's the reason why video game movies have been trashed before is because they create this world that, doesn't make sense, and you're like, oh, well, that's unrealistic. None, none of this would happen. But once you actually put a person, like they did with the Sonic Hedgehog movie, where like on paper that sounds ridiculous, but you have uh, Jim Carrey who is a scientist, and then you have the cop who is us, you know, getting introduced to this hedgehog that could run very fast. That's yeah. blue. You know, it sounds ridiculous, but it works because we are—we're the equivalent of of that person who doesn't know anything getting into all these characters. So it's just really, really dope. I'm super excited for it. Anybody who's bashing that trailer, you're tripping. Like, uh, no, there's just—and I don't I mean think that for people, sincere, but I see a lot of people on Twitter.
1: I just think people are mad that it's not like the original, but. People got to remember that the original was based off a of video game, so this is going to be based off a of video game. But yeah, hype for the hype for the movie. Anyways, another-
0: that's what the Soundplay Podcast. My name is Aces here. I'm tripping. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. To- I'll, probably, I'll probably go rewatch it, man. I don't know. No, yeah, we'll just see. wait
1: for the movie. Uh, yeah, go, go, go yeah, go just just world. wait
0: for the movie. Honestly, I don't need another trailer.
2: I'm happy that they came out with this a month before it comes out. I'm totally on board. I'm seeing. I was it happy that- to see blood. Oh, so much! What are we What are we talking about? There's so much. It was great. Yeah. There's gonna be fatalities, man.
1: I love it. Oh hell yeah! No fatalities in Cruella. No. The Cruella trailer was awesome. Except unless she's killing dogs. (laughs) I yeah. She's making dogs into coats. I did not expect Cruella to be what it was. The trailer at least really really edgy. No, I did not. I I expected that. I didn't know what to expect. I was like a Cruella movie. Like, what is it, that going to be about? To me, it's
2: to me, it's just like Maleficent with Angelina Jolie. Like, it's yeah, like but that's that fantasy. Kind of style.
1: That's that's like magic in fantasy. This is real life. Just a regular person who's evil, you know. And I, I mean, it wasn't. It was like I. What I didn't expect is what I wanted. I guess. You know, they gave me what they gave us what we didn't know we wanted. And yeah. Cruella. She's pretty yeah. much Disney's version of Harley Quinn. And that's what it seems like to me, at least. And I hope we see more Dalmatians in the movie, because obviously Cruella is from 101 Dalmatians, which focuses yeah. mainly about Dalmatians uh doing shenanigans to try to escape the clutches of Cruella. Mm-hmm. So I'm really curious to see it flipped around yeah
2: it seems like that this is going to be a movie an origin story of her becoming Cruella and it seems like that her mom may play a big part Um, it's like a mother-daughter relationship uh, a mother-daughter power relationship because it seems like there's a lot of money that's involved and in my mind there may be an instance where her mom cares more about the dogs than her or ends up either calling her dog or there's something that deals with the Dalmatians that has scarred yeah. her or felt like that she's that her life has been ruined because of it. That will turn her into Cruella and saying like, I don't like I want all these dogs gone or they may not even really touch on it. I wouldn't be surprised if they don't because it's a really touchy subject.
1: Not. It's similar to when they brought Mulan live action and it didn't involve Mushu. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, I feel you,
2: out. but it's just, I don't obviously think you understand. American people love their animals. So if she's in this movie killing animals, it's just not going to sit well.
1: Well, she never killed an animal, uh, at least not in the Dalmatian. Well, of course not. Know, they, in they got the away. They, yeah, yeah. They got away. So I feel like you got to show some shenanigans that the Dalmatians are doing to get away from her. Because obviously, I don't think she's going to. Be the winner, or gonna get what she wants at the end of the movie, because we know how One Hundred and One Dalmatians ends. So, I'm still hyped for the movie because the the trailer looked awesome. I loved it.
2: Emma, do so you fired. think that we're gonna get a uh, a cameo by by Glenn Close?
1: Who?
0: I hope so, Glenn Close. She's it's the original Cruella and One Hundred and
1: One Dalmatians. Okay, yeah, I. I I was a kid I didn't look at the cast as a kid okay I was, who's uh, in this movie
0: <laughs>
1: but, I, wouldn't um, doubt it. I
0: wouldn't doubt it uh,
1: I mean I, I feel like I think
2: that, Disney but... has a track record of bringing the people who played the character before in a subtle. live action it's always yeah. subtle. It's oh yeah.
0: like dominant and so uh, yeah she'll definitely.
2: be like one of the guests or something like that something crazy mm-hmm.
0: And it's just like a cool couple seconds, like her reacting or like kind of like 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 a cool one liner.
1: The original Wonder Woman in Wonder Woman. Exactly. 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 I could see something like that. But uh, those are all our trailer analysis. Um, No, we still got one more.
2: uh, Still got one more. We have a movie called Invincible.
1: And it oh, that was a series an well, that's animated, a Yeah, that's the show. It's, a it's an
2: animated uh mm-hmm. a- animated uh Amazon original series. Uh my bad, but <laughs> it is stacked. This this Just, is really cool because Amazon has done superheroes like they've done The Boys and for them to take this comic book uh of Invincible and it's it's different from Marvel and DC. You know, this is this totally, totally separate comic. And telling this story about superheroes is really cool because it doesn't always have to fall into the tropes of it being Marvel or DC. Mm -hmm. And the voice cast lineup is absolutely insane. Okay. All right. I'm going to read it off. We got Zachary Kinto where he, he's played Spock before he was at Siler and heroes. Um, they have Andrew Rannells, uh, Kevin Michael Richardson, Seth Rogen, Justin Royland, Mae Whitman. Mae Whitman plays uh, as the voice character for Katara um, in, in uh, The Last Airbender, Avatar The Last Airbender, which is great. Um, Gillian Jacobs, Lenny James, Jason uh, uh Ross Marquand, um, Sunokwa Martin-Green, Melise Ezra Miller is going to be there. Uh, Kerry mm-hmm. Payton, uh, ma- uh Maharshala Ali, Zazi Beats, Clancy Brown, yeah. uh, Max Burkholder, Nicole Bayer, Lauren Cohen, um, Chad L. Coleman, Michael Kudlitz or Kudlitz. So
1: many
2: people. Uh, so many people. Mark Hamill, John Hamm, Dijman Hansu, um, Jonathan Groff, Michael Dorn, Walton Groggins, Aaron Gray Griffin, and Chris Diamantopoulos. Sorry if I <laughs> messed that up, but he's crazy. To right now, and he's you not going to support named us every anymore.
1: person on this planet,
2: pretty much. <laughs> and also, the the father is played by uh by uh, uh what's his name? Jake. Is it J.K. No, it's not J.K. Rowling. It's, um, J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons jk simmons there we go um so it's just stacked all the way around of wonderful iconic voices and voice talent so i'm really really excited for this series it comes
1: out in march i want to say the same thing that i just don't i don't know why i don't like that style of animation i don't know but really i know
0: if, it, if it's intriguing I enough I don't well, well, that know
2: style of animation is like why all the dc animated films are
0: fire oh well, i don't right? watch those either well, you, you don't watch anime. You don't watch anime either, see, bro. You're
1: missing it, it, out, bro. It's nothing personal. It's nothing personal to the story. I know. I know. Uh, I've heard I've heard it several times from several people. I, I'll probably try to watch it because. I was gonna it get Skywalker an audiobook, you
0: know? bro, because he's not gonna watch these movies. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um. Well, we'll see. I mean, it's not a movie. It's a show, right?
0: Yeah, it's a yes, show. but okay. you know what I mean. Either way. All righty, guys. Before we go, uh, we have some quick referrals to get into. Oh, um, I
1: just wanted to mention that Biggie movie coming March 1st. Be on the lookout for that. We will talk about that most likely. I'll yes. Me, yeah, I'll, that I'll Biggie documentary.
0: Story, uh, later and kind of give my two cents on that. But <laughs> another thing I'm not excited about. Y'all can attack me later.
2: You're not excited for a
0: Biggie doc? <laughs> I got a Biggie movie in a two-pack. Oh, yeah, movie uh, no, times I know what you high. mean.
1: I know what you mean, but but it's a doc. Yeah.
0: Let the man, bro. Let let the man rest in peace, bro. Like
2: I, d- I, I do know. feel like that so, we've heard everything that we could hear about Biggie. I don't think that there's too much new information that would come out. That I we think would it's not just as know. a
1: as a music fan, it's still something fun. You know, even if it's the same content in a different way or same stories in a different way. But we'll see. We'll talk about. I that. wonder
2: if we have all the Biggie verses out. Like all the stuff that he's recorded. I wonder if it's out already.
0: I would say yes, because I feel like. Maybe. <laughs> maybe, I, f- maybe I, yeah, I feel like. Not. something. Maybe some of them just already.
1: didn't just didn't hit like that, you know, because, I mean, he wrote a lot and he recorded a lot. So, so,
0: so did Tupac and Tupac worked two times more than Biggie, in my opinion.
1: And, so, uh, yeah. and we haven't
0: gotten a two bug like ever, like, you know what I mean? Like, since he's passed. So,
1: I heard one, it was whatever. But let's get into our <laughs> streaming suggestions to cap off the show. Uh, my recommendation is for a Netflix show, it's about a detective pretty much trying to find out, like, pretty much just cases that are pretty much cut clear. This is the bad guy. Put him, send him to jail. He's like, wait a minute, there's a more to this. And he always discovers more. And it is like a huge spider web of things that's going on behind that little crime that everybody looked over. And it's really interesting. It's on Netflix. Go watch that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved it. I think I finished it in a week. It's a mystery drama. Uh, has some dark moments. Nice. Go so Keep that.
2: Uh, my show referral is a classic. It is a Static Shock um, that is now hero, on HBO. That's right. It's now on uh, HBO Max. I, I assume that they put it on there for a couple reasons. One, because Black History Month, and that's like their only Black hero that they have a series for, mm-hmm. um, and also because they are trying to gauge interest into uh, for their upcoming Static Shock movie that Michael B. Jordan will be producing. Um, Super excited for that. I think every young kid watched Static Shock on the WB growing up. And there's just Mm. the story is just so rich. And that world is just really large with the Bang Babies. and, And it's an L.A. superhero. And I just think that there's a lot that people can really gather from it. Um, I think that Static Shock has the potential of impacting the world kind of like uh, uh, Black Panther did uh, if, right. it, if it's done right. So I'm really, really excited about it. And I started okay. watching the shows and they just tackled themes that were <laughs> really, really like crazy. Like they tackled racism. They tackled, you know, um, just what it's like to be a, a black kid in, in L.A. or just like a young black kid trying to figure himself out and trying to grow up in this world. Um so it's just really really cool. Um excited about about the show. Definitely go check it out and support Static
0: Shock. Yes. Yeah. Um guys, Sonic the Hedgehog is on uh, Hulu. Go watch that please cuz I like rewatching it. I uh, rewound it. Is it the movie or the show? The movie. Okay. The movie's back on Hulu. Well, it's on Hulu. This is the first streaming site it's been on since it's released in theaters, I believe. That's cool. So Mm -hmm. um, go watch. I like I like rewatching when tails pops out of the the ring. I like rewatching when tails pops out. Um, Yeah, I just want to keep in mind. Chris Pratt was originally supposed to be the cop, and we ended up getting James Marston. So, (laughs) the info as you will. But I really, (laughs) I the sequel got announced. Yeah, it did.
2: Yeah, the sequel got announced April twenty second, I believe. Twenty coming. Twenty two. And I love that the way that they announced it was with, uh, I believe, Tales, it's, Tales. not only with Tales Tales, but the song that was playing was from Sonic 2. Also uh, might have wow. been Emerald's, Emerald something zone, um, but it's just really cool because they're they're just sticking with the source material and right. Sonic fans could spot all that and pick it out. So it's it's great. Thankfully.
0: Um, But with that being said, y'all, this has been the Soundflake Podcast. Episode 42. Thank y'all for sticking with us. Um, We touched base on a lot today, guys. Um, So I'm really glad we got to because so much is happening so quickly. Yeah. And I'm glad that we are able to get it head on. Um, Once again, be sure to follow us on all social platforms, Instagram, Twitter. Support us on Patreon. We'll have some more things coming your guys' way, Um, as well as follow us each on our own individual social medias um Sincere, that's cool and skywalker mike um but not only that but if you guys like how the podcast looks and sounds and you want to start up your own podcast hit up our friends at productive culture tell them that the SoundFlick boys sent you if you look down below you can see their link um again if you want to stop your own poca- podcast or have any questions be sure to hit them up But with that being said guys that is the end peace of episode out. 42 thank you so much outro
2: peace